Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. If you're remodeling or building a new home, you don't want to miss these podcasts. We're going to cover everything that you should know before you remodel or build. Well, today is January 11th. I mean, if you can believe the time is flying by so quickly, um, before you know it, it's going to be Valentine's Day. We have Lori Clark with us. We're going to talk color. She is the senior design account executive with the Sherwin-Williams Company. And Lori hasn't been with us since December of 2021. That's been too long, Lori. Well, thank you for having me back. I really appreciate it. I always enjoy chatting with you and your and your, uh, and your listeners. Well, good. And has time flown by for you as it has for me? Oh my gosh. Yes, it has. I mean, every year, I mean, as we age, it goes quicker, right? So I'm feeling that (laughs) very much so. Yeah. When your kids say time is flying by so fast, then you know, you're getting old, right? Oh my gosh. Right. Well, my youngest one is 21 and she finishes college in May. So my husband and I joke about she's going to be off the payroll come then. So we're just kind of waiting for them, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And before you know it, um, they're going to be. Also, I keep telling my kids, hey, you're not that far from um, Medicare age. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) They're not that old. They're not really that old. But, uh, well, today we're going to talk about color, obviously. Right. So I first want to ask you the... uh, the question that I always wonder about, and that's who comes up with the trends. Now, today we're going to talk about color trends, but a lot of times, and I will over the next couple of months be talking about trends in every area for 2023. So today, let's go to color. Who, who decides on these? So, you know, there is, and we've talked about it in the past, Color Marketing Group is an international organization. And they come from the people that are in color marketing group come from all walks of life, paint industry, toilet industry, fabric industry, car industry, and they have uh, meetings once or twice a year. And all of these professionals come together with all of the research that they've done and all that they're seeing out in trade shows, social media, political, if it's an Olympic year, where are the Olympics being held that year? What are people seeing? And so everybody just kind of comes together. They put all of their research together and it kind of funnels down into um, kind of these stories. And so Color Marketing Group, I think it's Mm cmg.org, puts out these stories for their members to utilize. Obviously, Sherwin-Williams is a member of it. Then we take those stories and we funnel them down a little bit more and create a little bit more of a bite size uh, morsel for people to look at and come up with our color mix forecast. So um, I always joke about it being the color gods, but it is kind of like that. There are these people, again, they just kind of come together and they say, this is what we're seeing. This is how that translates to color. Now, how those trends translate to other things like toilets or cars or jeans. I don't know. I just know like paint and color. So I know for a fact that the color of the year for toilets is white and it's probably always going to be white. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Timeless. But as far as uh, color trends for the interiors, let's talk about that. Right. Furniture, um, 
countertops, cabinets. It's all affected by what the trend is for that year. Absolutely. So what is the color of the year? So our color of the year, drum roll please, is uh, reddened earth. And the color number for reddened earth is SW9081. I'm sorry, it's not reddened earth, it's reddened point. I apologize. Um, It looks like an earthy color to me, so that's why I said earth. Reddened what? Reddened point. Reddened point. Yep. Who makes up these names? Yeah, so all of our names have been named by one person. And so... um, You know, they obviously are a very creative thinker, really good with linguistics and words. And I believe they kind of see a color and that color conjures up kind of words for them. And that's how they come up with these names for the colors. So you have one person doing that? We do. So um, that's like job our, security, right? Yeah, right. So, well, we had like when we redid our palette back in the 2000s, one person named everything. Since then, we've brought on, I think, maybe 400 new colors. And so it was maybe a different person that named them. I don't think that person's with us anymore at our company. He got so, colored the, out. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I don't know. I always say like that's such a creative job to do because... Um, I mean, how many ways can you say yellow, right? Like sunflower, yellow, butter, uh, yeah, daisy. And you can't repeat it from the previous Right, you years. can't repeat it. Although we do have latte and then we have double latte. So it's kind of repeated, but, you know, <laughs> again, that word probably conjures up an image in your mind about what latte looks like and maybe what a double latte would look like. It's kind of like a creamy beige, right? Yeah, so. True. Um, words have meaning and And add the whipped cream on top and you've got accessories and very light cream. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So reddened point is our color of the year. Um, and, um, and so, yeah, so that is probably one of our, uh, it's one of our color mix colors and it just kind of stood out from all of the other colors that, you know, we put out for the year. How would you describe that? You know, create a a picture in the listener's mind. Okay. So red and point is a pinky beige, kind of clay looking, but really just more of a pinky undertone to it. And so, um, for me, I think red and point would look really good on my skin tone. It'd be a nice lipstick color. Yeah. Um, so, you know, everybody kind of feels a little bit differently about, you know, undertones of colors, whether they be pink or yellow or green or something like that. But it really is a very warm, earthy type color, kind of clayish. Um, probably a little bit more clay than pink, but it definitely has that pink undertone. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people, if you don't know what color to use in your home, use the color that you look best in that works with your skin color. Unfortunately, Lori, that's not my skin color. But but I'm sure there's something in the palette that would work with my skin. 
Well, for sure. And I totally agree with you. Um, I remember someone saying, uh, a designer that I was working with, um, saying that a lot of times when they're looking at colors for their clients, they'll go into their closet and see what colors they wear, Mm -hmm. because those are the colors that they're comfortable in. And what do you wear more than anything else than the room that you're in, you know? Correct. And so... I thought, well, that's like a really, obviously a really good thing to be able to, to do is like, you know, put the pillow up to my face. Do I like the color that that pillow is or that paint sample or what have you? So or like you said, the clothes that I wear mostly black, I am a winter. I like the uh, strong black, the royal blues. Um, and so I did a video about that a couple of years ago on how to choose a color. The question is, if you decide on a color for your home that you look great in. Your husband may not look good in that, but you're the important one in the family. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Tell him to go sit in his car. Right. Exactly. Well, and you know, the interesting thing is, um, I really like this color. I, I wore, um, I had a big work event, um, earlier in the season and I wore, um, a pink, and everybody complimented me on it. And I was like, wow, that really is my my color. So you so look good in pastels probably. I do. I look good in yeah. pastels and I look good in pinks and what have you. And so, um, yeah, so that's my color. And, oh. you know. So this um, is your year. Yes. Actually, I've wanted it pink for a long time. I really was preferring more of a baby pink a couple of years ago. I really wanted that kind of like. Um, that really, really like light, light pink, but it wasn't to be. That was a year I think we had kind of more of a, a yellowish color. That would have been a color that you liked. So, oh, no, I can't wear yellow. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I have to stick to the reds, the whites, the blacks, gotcha. and the royal blues. Gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. Like flag colors. <laughs> okay, so let I have a big question for you. So yeah. these beigey things are coming in. Mm-hmm. So is gray on its way out, whether it's a pure, and I haven't used pure gray in ages, but I have used a murky gray, a um, more of a darker gray. Are they out? Well, if you were to look at our color forecast for 2023, um, and you can look at that on the SherwinWilliams.com website. So for our 2023 color forecast, there are not a lot of grays in it. There definitely are more beigey tones. Some of the beigey tones do have some undertones of grays, but we're seeing things like threshold taupe, foothills, cool beige, um, antler velvet, which is again, a more beigey color. So there are a couple of grays, but really more beigey kind of colors. So if you were to just look at our forecast like that, you would definitely see that it is getting a little bit more beigey. And I know for me, when I shop, if I'm at Target, I'm always stopping in the home section. I just, you know, you always need a pillow or something like that. Again, I'm seeing more colors that are going towards that warmer beige, kind of like that reddened point, our color of the year. Many years ago, taupe was in. Mm -hmm. And that's gray beige. And I think that's a color that's always going to be in for the people who uh, can't use the gray. There are people who do not like gray. 
Right. And there are people like me who just don't feel comfortable in the browns or the beiges. So taupe is a good midpoint and it works well with a lot of different things. So if you're out there and you're not a gray person and you're not a beige person, try the taupe. Try the taupe or grige. That's kind of what they yeah. say, grige, right? But, you know, gray is a really difficult color to work with, you know, because there are so many undertones to gray. And I think that's might be why we're kind of moving out of that a little bit more, because it is difficult to decorate and design with a gray. And if you are someone who is kind of doing it on your own and not use it, utilizing a designer or someone to work with you, you can go to one place and buy some gray carpeting, go to another place and, you know, buy some gray paint and then go to another place and buy a gray sofa and you put them all together and they don't look good together because no, they right. all have all of these various undertones that you didn't take into consideration. And so gray mm -hmm. is gray always most always will have an undertone. Yeah. And so well, that's the problem. Last year in 2023, there were some people saying, and I agreed with this, uh, the bright grays were out. But for 2023, the murky grays were in. And I think that's a nice color. It's more of a subtle color and it would mm -hmm. go with a lot more. And by the way, if you're working on your own, as Lori said, without a professional designer, Rather than run into difficulties trying to match these things or complementing, I suggest you ask your store, your salesperson for little samples so that you can carry around your samples from store to store when you're shopping. It really helps. Absolutely. Don't rely on your memory because it's not going to work. Right. Or even taking a picture with your phone is never really a true representation of it because your phone it's all dependent upon the light that's going in there. And it just, it is not going to render it. I know at our stores, all of our colors come in like two by three chips, but we also have the peel and stick chips that you can pick up at the stores or even on our website. And um, the peel and stick are not available in all of our colors, but most of the popular, like three or 400 of the popular colors. Yeah. So you could get a bigger swatch to carry it around mm -hmm. uh, when you take it to the stores to buy stuff. I just stuff. worked with a client who loves color. And so there were a lot of colors in her, um, it was a condo actually, and she used a lot of different colors. So she did buy the peel and stick and that really works well. Uh, she bought, say we were looking for blues and she went for a couple of different tones of blue. We put it on the wall and see how it worked. And of course you have to take into consideration the lighting in that room. So it is important to purchase some of those. I suggest well, they do it. And when you say lighting, it's important to see it in the morning light. It's mm -hmm. important to see it in the evening when you don't have natural light coming in. So how are your light bulbs rendering it? How it is? How is that morning sun rendering it? So really important. I always think it's really important to have like breakfast, lunch, and dinner with the color, you know? Definitely. Well, let's take a break and talk about Studio 41. They are my go-to for all of my bath and kitchen fixtures. And like I said, you'll see a lot of white in that showroom because uh, years ago, they used to have colored toilets and sinks and not so much anymore, but, you know, white is the in color for that. They have a lot of different showrooms, beautiful showrooms in Illinois. But as I say every week, I'm lucky enough to have a Studio 41 in Scottsdale, which I visit all the time. They also have a beautiful website. You can visit them at shopstudio41, the number 41.com. Uh, they have a great selection of cabinet hardware in Illinois. They sell windows and 
tile. In Scottsdale, they sell all those fixtures plus cabinetry. So try them out. So, Lori, let's talk about um, the difference between a trend and a fad. I have probably talked about this a million times, but let's go at it again. Um, A fad is something that kind of comes and goes pretty quickly. And so a trend is something that you will see stick with, you know, wherever it is you're purchasing items, wherever you're seeing color and trends, you'll see it time and time and time and time again. A fad comes and goes really quick. And a really good example of a fad was many, 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 many years ago, the brown and baby blue fad. Oh, I like that combination. I, I like did it have, too. I had an but, outfit in that uh, combination. But it was a fad, you know, it just kind of yeah. came and went really quick. It did not have a whole lot of sticking power. Something that is a really good example of a trend that really stays for a while is a few years ago, three or four years ago, our color of the year was navel, which is a navy color. And that kind of navy really kind of came in slow and strong. And you see cabinetry and all kinds of things done in navy. And you still see that. That is like a lasting trend. And navy has really set itself up, set itself up as kind of like a neutral color. And so that trend really has stayed with us, you know. That but was that- popular about, uh, I hate to tell you this, but many, many, many years ago, because my base color was navy blue. I never wore black. I always wore navy blue. It's a right. beautiful color. It goes with everything. And uh, recently, the last couple of years, I did a whole condo in navy blue and white. Just beautiful. Wow. How yeah. pretty. A good yeah. combination. It, it's crisp. It's clean. And I think it's uh, it's really not a trend. It's a mainstay. It's something right. that's going to be here. Um, I would think that a fad would be bell-bottom pants. But they're coming back. So a fad can come and go. Absolutely. It can definitely come and go. And and so I think when you talk about like designing and decorating your home, sometimes you have to be really careful, right? Because like you're out there shopping and seeing things and looking in magazines and you're seeing things that all of a sudden really come on hot and heavy. And you're like, wow, that's exciting. I love that. Let me go and buy everything around that. And then all of a sudden, six months later, it's gone. But, you know, I always like when I went to design school back in the 80s, I just remember one of my design teachers said, design can never be wrong if you love it. If your client loves what the space does for them, then how can it be wrong? So if you design around a fad and it's gone in six months and you love it, who cares? Who cares? I totally agree. You know? As I say every week, it's your house. If you want to put purple on the walls and you don't like the red and point, hey, right. it's your house. Do what you Absolutely. want to do. You know, last year I redid my kitchen, um, not because I wanted to, but because we had to. We had a flood. And uh, when we finally got it done, you know, we did we did the wood open shelving. I did industrial lighting, subway tile. I think it's beautiful. And my husband says to me, um, he says, how long do you think this is going to last? And I'm like, you know what? When we're 80 years old and someone says, wow, your kitchen's so 2022, I'm going to be like, yes, it is. <laughs> and that's how I like it, you know? So well, we like it. If it's going out, I don't care. 
Well, you invite people over that know that you're in the business and they dare not say anything. There you go. <laughs> right? That's right. We know best. So, Lori, um, the pan- well, I want to say the pandemic is over, but, you know, we're still hearing that there's a lot right. of cases and everything else. But people are, because of the short attention span that most people have, they're saying, okay, we're not staying home anymore. All of these um, quarantines have been lifted. How did our homes be affected by the quarantining of people and having them stay in their home? Well, I think when we all started staying in our homes longer, we started noticing all of the problems that we had, right? We noticed the cracks on the walls. We noticed the colors that didn't make us happy. We noticed... um, you know, maybe it might have been a little bit boring. Maybe there were spaces that were too messy. Maybe there were spaces that were too bright and bold and we needed a space that was a little bit more somber and soothing. So I think people really just woke up to like the different spaces in their home and the different needs that they had in their home. I have to work from home. Maybe my children have to do school from home. Then we have to cook dinner and do homework and get together as a family and have parties. So how are all these spaces going to work and how do we want to feel in those spaces really? You know, and um, I have a friend who's a yoga instructor and literally all of her yoga classes were done online. So if I'm going to be now have a yoga studio in my home, right? Because I'm doing yoga um, on YouTube or something, how do I want that space to feel for me? So I think people really, really started paying attention to it. And of course, being at home, we watched a little bit more TV. So maybe we were watching more design programs and getting a few more ideas about what we wanted to do. That and also cooking. People use their kitchens more. They mm-hmm. learned more about appliances, what they like to do, probably trying out different recipes. And again, like you said, watching all the design shows and looking around at their home saying, I could do this. A lot of them were do-it-yourselfers and a lot of them did get professional help. But I think that was a, a big influence. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if someone is not working from home prior prior to, you know, March, 2020, you know, you would get up in the morning, shower, get ready, have coffee, leave by 7am. You're not back home until seven o'clock at night. You know, you're gone 10 to 12 hours a day because you're working and taking the kids to baseball practice or whatever. You don't notice all like the idiosyncrasies, you know, the laundry piling up in the corner, again, the cracks in the walls and things like that. Well, you got that Um, attitude. I can do what I can do. Right. And so I know when I was working outside the home, many, many hours. You walk in, you do what you got to do. And before you know it, it's time to leave again. Correct. Right? (laughs) Yes. Now I have the, um, I work from home. I love it. And I go out and tell people what to do with their remodel. So yeah, you can't get any more fun than that. Right, right. Okay. Well, talking about color, uh, let's talk about monogram appliances. Now, appliances have kind of stayed in the stainless steel, black, white. Uh, Every once in a while, appliances come out with a new color, but they always go back to the black stainless steel. Or uh, if you have appliances that are able to take panels, I just did a monogram refrigerator front in black glass. And that sounds kind of odd, but when you have black glass on your other appliances, think about black. I think black is a great color, as I said before, but Monogram also has smart appliances and you can get a smart 
app to go with your appliances. As I say every week, don't get the app if you don't have smart appliances. So uh, those two work well together. If you want to learn more about Monogram, you can visit them at monogram.com. I suggest that you visit your local showroom if you're going to remodel or change out your appliances and ask your salesperson to explain the Monogram appliances and also, if they can, show you how they work. So let's get back to color. Color is all around us. I don't know anybody who says, now I don't like color. Um, right? Right. Um, so... Where, where can, I keep going back to red and point, but where can they use this color? Where do you suggest? So it's really interesting. And, and we show a lot of examples on our website of how to use red and point. And I do think that typically our color of the year tends to be a color that can be a neutral. And so, again, I talked about navel being kind of a neutral. And I want to say whoever named navel, I immediately think of orange. So here's, here's, <laughs> we have two colors in our system, um, navel and navel, both spelt differently. One is an orange and one is a blue. So the naming, the naming game is not perfect. So I'm not sure how that okay. got through. Well, but... <laughs> okay. I didn't want to change the subject, but every time you say navel, I think, okay, navel orange. Right. Yeah. But I'm talking about the navy color. So, so it seems like every year our color of the year really can be a neutral. Last year was evergreen fog, which was kind of like a green, um, like a, like a soft greenish gray. And let me interrupt real... you real quick. I have a question. Yeah. I, in 2022, saw an awful lot of dark green cabinetry. Mm -hmm. Is that in or out? I'm not sure that's going to last because I haven't seen any more of that like really dark green kind of going anywhere. Have you? Um, well, I'm not a green person and I never chose green to suggest it to a client or use it anywhere in the home. Right. I just, I felt more comfortable with the grays, the blacks, the navy blues. As, right. right. Again, they, they kind of fit a more neutral kind of yeah. subtext. And that's what that evergreen fog did last year. Red and point this year, again, we kind of picture it on our website as really a very good neutral. Now we show it in cabinetry. That's a, that's a big commitment, I would think, right? It's like this kind of beigey pink but it looks really beautiful in these pictures but then when you look at it as kind of a background color or even just you know kind of pillows blankets some upholstery in artwork think of like terracotta clay things it really becomes a very very good neutral backdrop and um interestingly enough nancy and i can see each other on the screen even though it's a podcast where you can see like hear our voices but my glasses have that kind of pinky undertone to it so i did notice that as yeah. mine are dark as you notice yeah so yeah. that's where i think you're going to see red and point really shine is kind of a new neutral, you know, that kind of can sit in the background or it can pop out at you if you want it to. Well, I would say, though, if somebody decides to paint their kitchen cabinets that color, before you do that, I would actually suggest that you go pick out your countertop mm -hmm. and a backsplash in your yes. tile because I can't picture 
something going with that. I've got to have that color in front of me before I'd say, okay, let's do this for a countertop. That might be a little bit difficult. You know, we have over 1500 colors in our color palette. And, you know, I always tell people, you have to pick all of your other features first before you pick the paint. Because the paint, we can even customize the color for people, right? So the paint can be adjusted to whatever they need. And I agree with you. Like if you were gonna, if you really were dead set on painting red and point on your cabinets, you for sure want to find you know, what are you going to use on your backsplash? What are you going to use on your countertop? Because you're much more limited in what's available for that. Oh, and yeah. then it, then if it needs to be kind of adjusted in any way, we can certainly do that. You know, yeah. you can still have the essence of that color, if you will. I know we're running out of time and you will come back um, and talk about other things having to do with color. But I wanted to make a suggestion, and I did this years ago, and somebody thought, well, that's a good idea. Before you, say, paint a bedroom or paint a bathroom, I suggest you go look at the linens that are available so that you can match your linens to the color. It's, well, uh, you can change the color, as Lori said, by adding, making it darker, making it lighter. But you can't go into somebody's, into a store and say, well, I'd like sheets in this color. They're not going right. to do custom sheets or well, the towels. Uh, maybe, maybe you are. I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe you're lucky. Uh, towels, I doubt. But with all the colors available right. in the linen store, there was a time that I was looking for a certain color and they didn't have it. So you kind of have to change your color palette if you don't find the towels that you right. like. So right. that's an important thing. Don't get the whole bathroom painted and then say, I can't find a towel that looks good. Correct. Right. Paint is such an easy thing to change, but I I would always, I always suggest paint that color choice be like the final choice in everything that you've chosen. Yeah. You've chosen your upholstery, you've chosen your tile, you've chosen your carpeting, whatever the case may be, because you will be able to find paint to match for sure. Definitely. Hey, Lori, this has been fun. I hope everybody found something uh, that was useful in our podcast. I know we we go on talking about everything, but hopefully um, we've explained to people what a fad is, what a trend is, what the color of the year is, how they don't have to be tied into that, and blah, 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 everything else that goes with that. So thank you so much for joining yes. me. I hope everybody enjoyed today's show. And please subscribe on the platform that you're using to listen to these podcasts. Um, subscribing is important to me because then I have more followers. And I've been doing, this is my sixth year that I'm doing this particular podcast. You're know, so time, good at it. Time flies. So don't forget to share them with your friends. You might have a friend who really needs help with color, and you might just hint that they should listen to this podcast, right, Lori? There you go. <laughs> if you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com. That's my website, and I have some of my projects on there. And if you have any questions for me or for Lori, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. So in the meantime, stay tuned for my next podcast. Stay safe and definitely have a great day. Thanks, Nancy. Thank you, Lori.